Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our thoughts and insights on the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. And on the back half of this episode, I will be covering four holiday classic movies that are available for the first time on 4K Blu-ray. But before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to our show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is optics with an X, or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how's your week been, man? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Or is it, yeah, I, th- I think that's the only pun we have for Thursdays. No Christmas puns for Thursdays, is there? Um, not off the top of my head. It's been a crazy week, though. A lot of news dropping. We just saw Babylon last night. A lot going on. DC, The DCs and crumbles. <laughs> so is 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 DC disconnected or is it that DC is deceased? <laughs> because I've seen two sides of that argument, but yeah, it's crazy, man. I mean, getting out of Babylon last night and I was just checking my phone, you know, on on the way out and I see all this craziness, you know, about Man of Steel 2 and Wonder Woman 3 being canceled and everything is up in arms over at, at DC right now, but hopefully James Gunn can usher them into the promised land. Like they have, like he has ushered guardians of the galaxy. What a perfect segue we just made. Yeah, I know. Look at that. We're, we're on a roll today. This is amazing. It's, it is a James Gunn type of day, but as I mentioned here before fellow listeners today, we are going to be reviewing the guardians of the galaxy holiday special It came out about a week or two ago. We're a little late to the party, but you know what? It's our show. We can cover things when we want to. We just want it to be a little closer to Christmas. Exactly. Yeah. We we, we got the holiday special. You know, I'm going to be covering some amazing holiday classic uh, movies that are hitting uh, 4K Blu-ray later on in this episode. So it is a huge Christmas-themed episode. We also have another Christmas episode coming up later on that I'll get to here in a bit. But for all those listening, the way that we usually do this for any of our new listeners out there is that we usually get into our initial reactions first, then we'll get into spoilers and we'll let you know once we hit our spoiler section, and then we'll get into our final thoughts and then our ratings, and then we'll kind of turn on over to the back half of the episode. So, Devin, are you ready to take a trip to nowhere and spread a little holiday cheer, some Christmas cheer. It is the year of bacon, and we are just almost at the end, but been quite the year. A bit of a rocky start, I would say, with they slash them, which we bring up every now and then because of how badly it scarred us. That was a see. We didn't review they slash them. It, it's streaming on Peacock out of respect. Yes, honestly, seriously, out of respect because. Wow, that was uh, that was rough. But you know what? You know, it's <laughs> wow. That movie was something else. But but then Sosie Bacon came in strong with smile. Great, great debut performance there. At least 
starring debut and then kevin bacon here to round it out with a nice holiday special for us exactly yeah this is our second marvel presentation this year it's a solid two for two so far it feels like the special presentation could be the way of the future at least at least more more of a balance between this and the shows yeah i i, I definitely agree if you know if they kind of want th- those in between um segments because i i think this is technically phase five I don't know if this is phase four. They said it takes place between um, Thor four and Guardians three. Okay. 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 Yeah. And we have Guardians. See, James Gunn is, is just winning all around <laughs> with everything, you know, being the leader, uh, one of the new heads for uh, DC, you know, releasing this, uh, the holiday special and Guardians three hitting my birthday weekend next year. So I'm very excited for that. 2023 is going to be a great year for movies and TV and video games altogether. There's going to be a lot of amazing content and media for people to consume. But without further ado, we'll be right back after this introduction to the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Maybe if we gave Peter a really wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. What kind of present? Something special he will never forget. What about someone special? What? Over the years, Quill has talked about one person more than any other. A legendary hero who has saved countless lives. We could give him to Quill as a present. Yeah, can I help you? <gasps> yes. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. Your voice is small and mousy. I think maybe he didn't hear you. He heard. He's Kevin Bacon. He's probably got great ears. I'm sorry, guys. I can't help you. And we are back. You just heard a little snip from the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. This is written and directed by James Gunn and stars Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Kevin Bacon and so pretty much the, the entire Guardians of the Galaxy gang is here. You know, you got Vin Diesel as Groot. You know, he, Groot's kind of testosterone steroid Groot. He's bulked up. Yeah, but it's all he's bulked up, but he still has that kid mentality because they do mention that he's still at least like a teenager or an adolescent in this uh, special. This the second Marvel special, as Devin mentioned earlier. Uh, Marvel is two for two <laughs> when it comes to these Marvel special presentations. And I'm, I'm loving them. You know, they're just nice little one-offs, you know, they, they somewhat push the story forward, but it's nothing too deep. It's just something to watch. Maybe we'll get something around. I don't know. I probably wouldn't say like Easter, but maybe like beginning of like spring or summer or 4th of July, something of that nature. I thought, I think that would be pretty cool. Or maybe a Thanksgiving one next year <laughs> will be pretty sweet too. But uh, let's get into our initial reactions here. Devin, what did you think of this holiday special? I just thought it was a, just a real fun time. To, I was going to say at the movies, but it was on the couch. Um, getting in the Christmas spirit. Can't really go wrong with James Gunn nowadays. He just doesn't really seem to miss. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is is the one where you look back and it's like, okay, it wasn't the best, but it still has some redeeming qualities. And then Guardians 1 is a masterpiece. And he fixed the Suicide Squad, which many thought was not possible after that atrocious first attempt. And then he did Peacemaker, which surprised everybody and caught everybody off guard and was a smash hit. So he's just, he's just keep on rolling. And 
you can definitely feel his charm and his sense of humor in this one throughout. It's just a classic kind of Christmas tale. I like how he uh, sh- uh, put the spotlight on um, Drax and uh, Mantis for this one because they haven't really had a lot of screen time lately. They've kind of been sidelined the past few movies, so they, he gave them a nice, nice piece of the pie here, and, and they they definitely had a nice relationship going on. They got they got drunk together, they hung out, they kidnapped Kevin Bacon, just normal normal things Guardians do, you know, just kind of hanging out. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, and I got to say for for my initial reactions, I I didn't know what to expect for this altogether. It's something that I mean, after seeing Werewolf by Night, I was pretty excited, but at the same time, I was like, okay, you know, like how are they going to like make this holiday special? I didn't really know what to expect, and I guess I wasn't expecting too much. I just expected to be another one off because, you know, everyone hates phase four for, (laughs) for whatever reason. Um, I guess you could say this is technically still part of phase four uh, because phase five starts next year in 2023 with um, Ant-Man Quantumania, which I'm sure everyone is um, looking forward to, but you know, this was a, a wonderful Christmas special. Usually when it comes to Christmas movies, they're not super deep. There are some that, you know, fall into that category, but this was a really, this was a fantastic Marvel special. Just overall, you know, any, anytime you're watching any, you know, a, a Christmas and or holiday special that has, you know, the lights, just, you know, the, all the Christmas lights, it's snowing. It just makes it feel magical. And starting right off the bat, you know, we have this amazing song opening by the aliens and other beings where this entire, or most of the episode or special takes place on nowhere. So it was kind of, you know, a nice little contained episode. They, they didn't travel too far. Um, you know, if you don't count Kevin Bacon's house altogether, but yeah, it, it was heartwarming. It was, I teared up just, just a little bit, but it was exactly what I wanted it to be. You know, I didn't need anything super extravagant. I didn't need anything super deep. It was just a fun, a super easy 40 minutes too. Very, yeah, it blew by. I've seen it twice so far. And the first time, you know, you kind of just watch it. But the second time, I picked up on a, a few other things as well. Um, it's what this is just a little bit of trivia, but towards the end of the special, uh, the singers that the singers are singing into the wrong side of the microphone. I'm not sure if you noticed that or not, but I thought that was pretty funny. But honestly, just opening up with you know that amazing Christmas song, you know, written by James Gunn, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Which is great. You know, it's what, it, what do they say? Like, I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. It really just, it set the mood for the entire special Christmas from an alien's perspective. It's perfect. 
Exactly. And, you know, we, we get this amazing little, I guess you can call it like a buddy cop adventure between um, Drax and Mantis. And I thought that they did a fantastic job. Like you said, Devin, you know, they don't get too much time in the spotlight. So it was nice to focus on, especially Mantis, I would say. I feel like we don't spend a lot of time with her. But we do find out a little bit of information that we'll talk about here in spoilers. Yeah, there's actually an important important reveal on this one, which I don't think many people expected. Yeah, no, I mean, Groot got a Game Boy. No. <laughs> but no, overall, what did you uh, think of Kevin Bacon? Uh, before we get into spoilers in general, I, th- I thought he did a fantastic job. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I just thought he was, it was cool that he agreed to do this. He, he's Kevin Bacon playing Kevin Bacon, which seems like a fun time. I'm sure he just kind of got to get on set and have some fun and get paid a fair amount. So good for Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we saw that. Ha- I mean, I don't, I'm not sure that's his actual house, but yeah, it, it was very nice for, you know, you, you see how star Lord, how he interacts with like, his new family, but this is a nice special where star Lord's family or Peter's family tries to do something nice for him, no matter how, <laughs> Messed up it may be, you know, human trafficking. It it being Kevin Bacon really is perfect after the first Guardians where it ends in a dance-off. It's just so perfect. It really is. And it's really just shows how James Gunn cares about these characters, you know, from start to finish. You know, I I personally don't feel like he has wavered from this, um, from the growth of these characters. I mean, you know, a lot of people didn't, I mean, the only thing I really didn't like about like guardians Two was that like they dialed like, uh, Drax's like humor up to like 11. But other than that, like it was a fantastic movie about, you know, family and, you know, father and son. And with this, we see that, you know, Peter has a little bit more extended family that he, um, finds out about later on. And this person kind of is a little worried at first. We might as well just drop it now. The spoiler alert. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, before we go any further, that is your first spoiler warning for guardians of the galaxy holiday special again. Even though it has been out weeks now. It has. It, it has. I'm just, you know, being careful. There's a lot of people who have, who probably not have seen this like whatsoever. I mean, my, my mom like messaged me earlier and she's like, Hey, I'm on my way to see the menu. I'm like, Oh, I mean, that's been out for at least a month, but like, Hey, good on her. I know she's been wanting to see it, but yeah, I'm just being careful for, for all of our listeners out there for anyone who hasn't seen it. But we find out that Mantis is Peter's sister. They share the same daddy. And it's a great moment they have at the end too, because you see how excited Peter gets. And that kind of is a sense of relief for Mantis because she didn't know how he was going to take it, but he's happy to have her sister. And that's just kind of a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he even calls it like the best Christmas present he's, he's ever had. But the, this entire special actually opens up on how Yondu quote unquote, ruined Christmas, which kicks off the whole thing, of course, where everyone wants to give Peter like a really great Christmas because since him leaving Earth, he hasn't been able to celebrate Christmas. And I guess they have a multi-year calendar <laughs> all together. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool. I didn't really think about that. And amazing cell reception, by the way. I was <laughs> 
I was actually kind of surprised by that for a second. That was like the one thing that surprised me. Like, wow, you know, Kevin Bacon has been abducted. He's been taken to nowhere as a Christmas present to Peter. And he still has amazing cell reception. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Just, it just works. It really, it really, really does. But uh, I've been talking my butt off here for a bit. Devin, was there anything else you wanted to bring up that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet? Yeah, there's not a whole lot more to talk about. Uh, there was a mid credit scene where they mentioned uh, another holiday special, maybe in order. <laughs> well, do you think it's going to be with Guardians of the Galaxy or do you think it's just going to be another presentation? Just That's the thing. It's kind of, it's kind of a reason it was smart to name it a holiday special instead of a Christian special because it opens it up for any possibilities. You can do any group of people, any hero, and then it could be any holiday. That is very true. Yeah. And because I know for a while there, you know, Marvel started doing these special presentations, obviously with the first one being Werewolf by Night. And now we have the Guardians holiday special here. Um, I, I think they have something very special on their hands when it comes to this. You know, they where where they have an idea for a story that may not be long enough for a movie or even long enough for a TV show, and they just make like a TV special, kind of like these small um intermediate journeys that some of these characters may take, and we may find something new along the way. So I thought I I think they can definitely uh, uses to their advantage, but yeah, I mean, it's overall, I mean, both so- did, did James Gunn write both songs, like the beginning song and I believe the, so. I really liked the last song that Kevin Bacon sang. The band that's performing is an actual band that I'm, I don't know the name of, but it's a real band. Yeah. I was going to ask if they were or not. I wasn't entirely sure myself, but it, I, I was actually waiting to see if it was some type of, you know, like famous band or, something of that nature altogether but yeah i it sounded great like i mean i think both songs are on spotify if i'm not um mistaken but um so you said this happens between thor 11 thunder and guardians of the galaxy volume three yep yeah so I'm not sure if you noticed this. This is just a little bit of trivia, but this is actually Kevin Bacon's second film that involves superheroes. Do you know what his first film was? His first involvement was in the superhero realm without looking. That would be X-Men First Class. Did you just look that up or did you just know that offhand? (laughs) I would have known it was an X-Men, but I did see the trivia before. Okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. One of those timelines they had back then. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. And also, this was, um, this holiday special, which I kind of figured it was, it was shot during the production of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which makes sense because it would feel a little weird if, <laughs> you know, they were going, the entire Let's get the gang back together. Yeah, it, it would feel a little weird if, um, Oh, actually, I have another trivia for you before we uh, move into our final thoughts and our ratings here. So, in the Cos- uh, comics, Cosmo, the space dog. Yeah, we've got to mention him. We get, he get introduced to him in this one. Yes. So, in, in the comics, Cosmo, the space dog, is male. But they changed it, um, the dog to being female. And I'm sir, since you already looked at the trivia, it's Maria Bakalova uh, who voices uh, Cosmo, the space dog. Which I think is kind of cool. Kind of love that voice. 
and I didn't know who that was altogether. And then I didn't realize until I opened up uh, IMDb and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But this actually harkens back to the actual Soviet space dog program where many of the canines were female, uh, including Lakia, the very first um, Earth-born creature in space, whom Cosmo is based on. So I thought that was pretty cool too. So those are just a little few fun little trivia facts. I, I figured there was a few here and usually IMDb is kind of lacking when it comes to that um, department, but for guardians of the galaxy, there seems to be a, uh, a, a fair amount for overall, but let's get in to our final thoughts in our ratings here. Devin, what are your final thoughts on this holiday special? And what would you rate this movie special tv episode yeah i guess guess it's time to put a bow on this one it's just a a short sweet little holiday treat here just kind of perfect time and um perfect length just flies by and it's just nice to be with these characters as much as we possibly can before they eventually leave us whether by uh by by sad means or by normal means we'll find out in guardians 3 how sad it will be but yeah i give this one a solid 80 overall just kind of did its job it's a fun uh fun holiday special and it's all it needed to be similar to to violent night where it knows what it is and it, it accomplishes that yeah no i i definitely agree with you there like this is like one of the perfect little treats to kind of you know start off your holiday season you know i lo- i know a lot of people who start watching holiday or christmas movies um beginning of like november some people start in december um, but it's, you know, it, it's filled with this abundance of, of fun and discovery. And I, I truly just was, you know, this tongue in cheek, it, it like the smiling the entire time. And of course, James Gunn does not miss when it comes to needle drops and, or just writing songs or soundtracks, like anything he's involved in. That we have seen, like from Guardians 1 to Guardians 2 to Peacemaker to the Suicide Squad and now to Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Every single song that he has either written or uh, put into his projects have been certified bangers. He's a man of good taste. He is a man of amazing taste. I love this man's musical tastes. So much. It's like anytime James Gunn is attached to any type of project, I know he's directing. We're like, okay, he's 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 gonna have the tunes. He's gonna have the tunes. But Devin, I digress. I was getting a little ahead of myself there. What would you rate the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special? Right at about an 80. Yep. Yeah. For me, I'm just gonna give it an extra uh five points. Just you know, spread a little holiday cheer. It, it's 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 a perfect little slice of you know the marvel cinematic universe when it comes to holiday you know when it comes to the holidays when it comes to christmas i think the the last marvel property that somewhat tackled christmas i think was iron man 3 well hawkeye was the last one. Oh my gosh i am so sorry to all my hawkeye lovers out there how could i forget about hawkeye thank you for reminding me Devin, because Yes, I gotta watch that again. I get it. Got to get myself in in the Christmas mood, in the holiday spirits. But yes, I do. I totally forgot about that last year. 
That was also amazing. So that concludes our Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special review here on the show. And if you've liked what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. Again, that is Optics with an X. And always, 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 guys, make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, whether it's your significant other, I don't care. You can share it with your dog for as long as if your dog's listening, awesome. If your dog's name's Cosmo, that's even better. You know, we got some nice little full house reference as well, but make sure to share an episode of our podcast, the film optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And before we depart from this review, here's a look at what's coming up on our podcast within the coming weeks. So really quick, what is out right now? We have our violent night review that is available on podcast platforms around the internet as well as our Willow episode one through three review. That is a spoiler free review. And Oh, obviously glass onion, a knives out mystery, spoiler free review uh, for that as well. And I also covered peacemaker. Uh, this is actually a Blu-ray review for the first season that came out um, earlier in November. So definitely check out, a lot of our episodes over there. We've been super, super busy throughout the end of this year. And really quick, what's coming up next? We have our top five favorite Christmas movies episode coming up within the next week. That should probably hit around December 17th, 18th altogether. Um, you can also look forward to our The Whale review as well as our Babylon and Avatar, The Way of Water review. We're definitely getting into the Oscar season with all of these reviews. Still haven't seen Fablemans yet, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm not sure if we're going to watch it. I'm not sure if Devin has any interest, but, you know, we're kind of starting to wind down here on the podcast altogether um, as we are heading into the final month of the year, which is crazy to think about, Devin. Can you believe that? It is the final month we're here. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. Where where is the time gone? I feel like this year went by way faster than last year for some reason. I don't know why. Like it doesn't feel like it should be December. There was a little thing called pandemic that was in the way the past couple of years. Yeah, that's true. That's very very true. (laughs) But I trust everyone out there as well as Devin had an amazing Thanksgiving. And with all that said, it's time to get into our holiday 4K Blu-ray reviews. And we are back with our 4K Blu-ray reviews. These are four amazing holiday classics. All of these copies are review copies provided by Warner Brothers. So thank you to Warner Brothers for sending this my way so that I can spread a little holiday cheer here on the podcast. So as I mentioned before, we have four holiday classics I'm going to be covering here for you guys today. We have Elf, we have A Christmas Story, The Polar Express, and Christmas Vacation. First up, Elf is priced at $24.99. Runtime is around 97 minutes and is now available at your local retail store as well as the other three movies 
Um, all four of these movies are available to purchase at your local retailer. So I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you've already seen the movie Elf. It is a hilarious Christmas film that tells the tale of a young orphan mistakenly crawling into Santa's bag of gifts on Christmas Eve and is raised up as an elf, a.k.a. Buddy the Elf. And he goes on a little journey to New York City to find his new and true identity. But overall, this is a certified Christmas banger. Couldn't ask for a better 4K picture. The picture on this 4K disc is outstanding and has never looked better. And I think it is one of the best 4K transfers I've ever seen. There are a lot of dominant Christmas colors in this movie that stand out in a way that I never thought possible with this 4K transfer. And it feels as if this is a brand new movie that I'm watching for the first time. Like, truly, there, there's so much... Christmas in this movie. Again, if you've seen it, you already know, but the 4K transfer just looks phenomenal. I was blown away by watching this. It, it truly felt as if this movie came out maybe a few years ago. I mean, granted, it came out way, way back. I think it was 2003 or 2004, but this is a great 4K transfer and the picture for Elf is outstanding. So, as far as the audio is concerned, um, the 2008 Blu-ray audio, which was the Dolby True HD 5.1 track, has been replaced by a DTS HD Master Audio 5.1 track on the 4K copy of this movie. But enough of the technical jargon, the audio of this movie came through so crystal clear and it was very, very consistent. And I think it is a very nice upgrade from the standard Blu-ray release. The dialogue comes through crystal clear and I could hear every single bell on Santa's sleigh. So as far as the special features for Elf, all the supplements from the 2008 Blu-ray have been ported over to the 4K UHD release. Both audio commentaries reside on both the 4K and the standard Blu-ray discs with all the extra housed special features that was on the Blu-ray disc, including behind-the-scenes featurettes and elf karaoke, a theatrical trailer, and so on, and a few focus pop-up point tracks as well. But for my final thoughts for Elf... This 4K UHD edition or this 4K version of Elf is a significant upgrade from the 2008 Blu-ray and it provides even more Christmas cheer than ever before. Now for the Polar Express, the picture on this 4K transfer includes a gorgeous 2160p UHD 4K transfer with HDR supports. This movie is not the most vibrant or the most eye-popping that you'll see out there, but it also has this odd, eerie, soft color scheme um, that prevents it from shining brighter than Santa's sleigh or Rudolph's knows, I should say, or even the North Star. But there is a lot of outstanding work that Warner Brothers has added to this 4K transfer, and it is a huge step up from the standard Blu-ray that came out a whopping ages ago, it feels like, today. But I think this 4K transfer is the best picture quality that this movie has had to date. Uh, for those who don't know about the Polar Express, it's one of my like low-key favorite movies uh, when it comes to Christmas time, I used to watch it 
all the time with my parents growing up. But I will say for this 4K transfer, the picture comes through pretty well. And I think anyone who enjoys Christmas time, this is more of a serious Christmas movie, will definitely enjoy it. Um, Most Christmas movies today are more of the holiday slash comedy. But this is one of the serious ones. But I know a lot of people aren't super crazy about it because of the animation. It was that weird time in like the mid-2000s where, you know, Hollywood can quite gets the CGI right for a lot of these films outside of Lord of the Rings, of course. But I digress. The audio on this 4K transfer is a fantastic lossless DTS HD master track audio 5.1 audio mix that is included with the 4K Blu-ray release. And the standard Blu-ray version includes a Dolby Digital 5.1 option. So the audio for me as I was watching this kind of fluctuated when it came to a lot of the train engine revving scenes. And I felt like I had to, you know, mess with my remote's volume during certain scenes of the movie. Like at times I just literally had to constantly change the volume of my TV um, through the heavier dialogue scenes. Not to mention the train car noises, you know, the reindeer feed and all the other extra audio noises that are added into making this a uh, low-key enjoyable Christmas movie. It's not a bad thing by any means. It's just something that I've noticed. But overall, I did feel like the dialogue was very crisp and understandable and simple to follow. So when it comes to the audio, like I said, some movies just have those super high peaks where you have to turn down the volume of your TV. And sometimes, you know, you got, you got to bump it up during the, um, the, the heavy dialogue scenes, but overall not a bad thing at all. I thought the audio was very well mixed in this 4k transfer. So onto the special features, the bonus features here, uh, total around 56 minutes and all of the features have been carried over from the earlier Blu-ray release that includes the You Look Familiar, um, some footage with Tom Hanks in Motion Capture Arena and some of the flurry effects, five parts featurette that covers everything motion capture the the features the special features here are pretty interesting because you know this this is a heavily cgi animated movie and it's always cool to see how movies are made right but as i get to my final thoughts for this movie i think the plot is fantastic i think it's sweet very heartwarming and it always puts me in the Christmas spirit. And I definitely recommend this for all the fans out there. So on to a Christmas story. A Christmas story is again available $24.99 at your local retail store. And the runtime clocks in about 94 minutes, but I'm just going to get straight into the picture for this guy this time around when it comes to the 4k transfer, I think the colors are more vivid and rich. And thanks to the HDR upgrade, the subtle black levels and festive lighting brings out a more accurate detail and color palette to this movie while kind of maintaining that historical context. This is a movie that released in the eighties, but is set in the 1940s. I believe Um, a Christmas story is a very straightforward endearing look back at a time when people weren't 
overly concerned with today's problems. Um, I myself am not enthusiastic about the film all that much, but I do find that it is still enjoyable. Um, it's more than a holiday com- comedy to me, at least. I feel like it is a lovely, lovely film about childhood. But the film grain of this picture is very astounding. It's 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 pretty fantastic. It never varied when it came to the maintaining of the nostalgic appearance of the 1940s and the details on the characters faces are pretty clear and vibrant all the way through. There's not a lot of digital washout, if any at all. If you've seen this movie before, you know that there are a lot of close-ups when it comes to a lot of the shots in this movie. Um, A lot of the close-up reveals such as, you know, wrinkles, blemishes, flurries, and like falling ice or icicles all came through pretty clearly. But I think the picture overall for this movie is a good 4K transfer. Honestly, as I'm concerned right now, Warner Brothers is four for four when it comes to the picture quality. But for as old as this movie is, I think the picture for the 4K transfer came through quite nicely. But as far as the audio, this version, the 4K version, includes a DTS HD 2.0 audio mix. Unfortunately, there is no 5.1 or Dolby Atmos track available for this 4K disc. But as far as the audio goes, when it comes to dialogue and the score, the soundtrack here really swells when it comes to like the retail mall scene, the schoolhouse yard, the music all around, the ambient sounds become more prominent in this 4K transfer. The discourse is so clean and straightforward, and it's very easy to understand, much like the Polar Express. But And overall, I didn't really have a lot of issues with the audio track. Honestly, I had no issues with it. If you have seen A Christmas Story before, you know there are a lot of quirky sound effects and they all come through crystal clear. There's a smooth transition from, you know, screaming through the halls and the heaters, loud thuds and all the crazy kitchen noises that you hear throughout this movie. But all in all, I think the audio here came through wonderfully. So on to these special features. For this 4K transfer, the 4K disc itself comes with a audio commentary with director Bob Clark and actor Peter uh, Billingsley. Um, They deliver kind of a fun little track as they discuss the making of the film when it comes to the standard Blu-ray copy that also includes the same audio commentary as the 4K disc. It also includes the Christmas in Ohio. This is a great look at the people who purchased the original house from the film and then restored it and renovated it um, for it to be screen accurate. So there's a lot of great stories about the movies in that special feature as well. There are a plethora of other special features with this standard Blu-ray copy that comes in this 4K combo pack, as well as a trailer for the film. But as far as my final thoughts go, I highly recommend this movie to anyone, even though I'm not as enthusiastic about it as most people. Like I said before, it's still enjoyable. It is a holiday comedy, but it is also a film about childhood. And it's a great 4K transfer, so... Job well done. 
And last but not least, we have National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 4K Transfer. This is a terrific standalone Christmas picture that almost every single joke lands, at least for me. I think it does an excellent job of depicting the less joyful and more difficult aspects of Christmas, such as putting up with your extended family. Um, and I just want to make this clear. I'm not a big fan of Chevy Chase as of today's time, but I do think he is great in this movie. Um, this is a must watch for every holiday season. It is for me. Um, again, this movie is priced at $24.99 and the runtime is 97 minutes and is available at your local retail store. But as far as the picture goes, um, this new 4K transfer gives us enough upgrades to enjoy. Um, first and foremost, the color and the film grain of this picture of the 4K transfer um, is in excellent condition. Uh, there's a lot of fun facial characteristics and outfit details that stand out with a nice crispness that we have not seen in previous editions of this movie. And the film does all of this when it comes to the crispness, the outstanding details, without detracting from the film's inherent soft focus, which is kind of like a warm and fluffy aspect that what I've noticed, at least. Um, when it comes to the audio for this 4K transfer, um, it comes with a pair of audio options, actually. Um, it is defaulted to the remastered track, but there's also the original theatrical stereo track that has been featured on previous releases, such as the Blu-ray release that came out um, a few years ago. I did swap back and forth between these audio tracks of the two versions, and I was actually surprised by how well the original theatrical um, mix held up in 2022 for this 4K transfer. I mean, obviously, the remastered track sounds a little bit better, in my opinion. It was, you know, sometimes you had to have a bit of a good ear, but it wasn't like necessarily a night and day. Definitely, I mean, the original theatrical stereo track was very, very well made. But, you know, the remastered track gives it just a little bit more of an oomph there with and when it comes to the dialogue scenes, which, again, comes through so clear and so crisp on this 4K transfer. So as for the special features, unfortunately, there's not a lot here Um it comes with the same audio commentary that's been in previous releases um, for the Blu-ray disc. Um, it's still, you know, a lot of good fun, very entertaining, but somewhat old. And I'm kind of disappointed when it comes to the special feature because I feel like there's been a lot of opportunities to provide additional incentives. But unfortunately, that has not occurred altogether. So um, as much as I enjoy the audio commentary for Christmas Vacation and the movie all together. You know, the sound and the picture are fantastic. Much like Elf, I feel like it's not necessarily like a new, new movie, but there's been a lot of care put into this 4K transfer. But all in all, like I said, I think this is the best version 
of this movie that we've had. You know, like I said before, it is a terrific standalone Christmas uh, film and is a certified Christmas banger. And I highly, highly recommend Christmas Vacation on 4K. Again, it's just everything about it is fantastic. It's just the special features and this 4K transfer are lacking. And I wish they would have went the extra mile. I wish Warner Brothers would have went the extra mile, I should say, when it came to adding special features because these other 4K discs, especially Elf, The Polar Express, and A Christmas Story are packed full of special features. A few of those features do exist on the Blu-ray that came before it, but they have a little bit more meat in their stew, unlike A Christmas Vacation, but I love A Christmas Vacation. I love this movie. I think it is a great 4K transfer. Again, I wish the special features would have included just a little bit more for this movie. But with all that said, that concludes our 4K holiday classic Blu-ray reviews here on the podcast. And again, I would like to thank Warner Brothers for sending me these four amazing holiday classic films. Honestly, you cannot go wrong with any of these. As I mentioned earlier, Warner Brothers is four for four when it comes to the 4K transfer aspects. As I mentioned earlier in this section of our episode, but if you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. And with all that said, that is a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know at Film Optics. Again, that is Optics with an X. I'm your host, Christian, and I hope you guys have a happy holiday.